And now, food news. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. This is a 15-minute micropod. We're starting the clock right now. 15 minutes. Caffeinated peanut butter now exists. It's a thing. It was created by friends as a hangover cure. It has two tablespoons of... Oh, sorry. Two tablespoons of the peanut butter has as much caffeine as two and a half cups of espresso. So that's mm-hmm. like a lot of caffeine. Mm-hmm. And apparently the slow release of energy through peanut butter is more effective to keeping you awake and alert than coffee. Okay. I have a lot of questions. Okay, I'll try to answer them. Probably won't be able to, but let's try. When do you generally take in caffeine? Usually twice a day, once upon waking up at home. Okay, let's and then just stop right there. Time with you. <laughs> you. Have you ever had peanut butter breakfast? Is peanut butter involved in breakfast in any way, shape, or form? Yes, I've been having it a lot. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. You're just lying for the sake I'm of the sorry. podcast. You, Whatever you're about to say is a lie. I, as we were walking. There are no breakfast items with peanut butter. I've been having apples with peanut butter a lot for breakfast. As we walked over here, I said to you, I'm really big on nut butters right now. Did I or did I not say that to you? <laughs> you did, but I didn't really even know what you meant. <laughs> I, was just, I don't listen to half the stuff you say. And I was just like, what? Oh, okay. Like three days this week, I had an apple with natural peanut butter for breakfast. I'm sorry. It's okay. True. Let's say outside of this week, <laughs> are there any breakfast items, traditional breakfast items that involve peanut butter? Drack yeah. your brain right now. Mm, only like fake peanut butter cereals. Okay. So, caffeine is basically just like a chemical that you can put in anything, right? I guess so. Put the caffeine in eggs. Put the caffeine in bacon. Interesting. Caffeinated bacon. I think it's a little bit hard. Oh, I guess with bacon you could do it. Eggs would be hard because it's like, do you Inside have to get to the, the chicken? Thing. That's <laughs> a good point. That's a good point. It would be weird. There'd be a bunch of hot tub chickens running around Peanut having caffeine is like a, is a, you know, there's, It's a very commonly processed food. Yes. So, it's like easier to achieve. I just I just don't Bacon. understand how they landed on peanut butter for this particular project. Well, I think I can expand expound on that a little bit. Please. It was friends who were looking for a hangover cure who mm. like probably were like were in college or recently out of college. Yep. Like peanut butter, peanut butter is cheap, has a lot of nutrients that are valuable and is like something that everyone eats. So they're probably like like looking around their kitchen and they're like you know it would be awesome that peanut butter had caffeine in it or something like that. I know, but I just wish they had another friend that was like, wait a second, let's put caffeine in orange juice. Also, I'm not looking to replace coffee. I don't care. It's another great point. About people who are like, oh, coffee's bad for you. Or like, I don't like to be dependent on coffee. But like, you know, we're all dependent on like on various things. Yeah. I'm okay with coffee being mine. Like, yeah. I'm not, and also like the social aspect of coffee and also the ritual of drinking coffee, I would never want to give up. Like, I really like those. So, mm-hmm. um, One thing I like about coffee, real quick. Yeah. Is if you have a Coca Cola, it's just a Coca Cola, but there's all these other variables you can like change in coffee. Yeah, like you can put different types of milk or different uh, quantities of milk, different types of sweeteners. Change your beans. Let's yeah, more like basic. So it's like there's never the same. A Coke is a Coke, but like a coffee is always a unique experience every single cup. Right, and like I just recently made the switch from uh, Columbia Brews to Kona Coffee. And I'm loving it. I'm like, well, this is a whole new world. I'm, I'm sure I'll get sick of Kona at some point, but like right sure. now, it's great. And like also when you travel, like the the local coffee is interesting. Like you know, some countries actually don't they, they really don't brew coffee like we do. Like they only have espresso or like Turkish coffee or yeah, whatever. Like a French press or a cafe con leche. Yeah, the coffee yeah. world's so wide. Why are we trying to eliminate it from our world? Exactly. And also, uh, like you are correct. Until very recently, peanut butter was not a part of my life. <laughs> yes, thank you. And especially <laughs> in the morning, peanut butter is not a part of your life specifically. But I, I am enjoying it. I like it's a. It's 
it's really filling. It's great. All that protein is phenomenal. Good. <laughs> people, I think people, people mischaracterize peanut butter as something that's bad for you. Well, that's because I, like, for the first time in my nearly 30 years, I actually looked at, like, the peanut butter labels. And I was like, wow, there's really a huge, like, a lot of foods, like, all natural. I don't buy it with, like, chips. Like, this is a chip is a chip is a chip. Yeah. There is a big difference between natural peanut butter and, like, Skippy that has, like, yes. all this stuff in it. Absolutely. Next. It, oh, damn, it's still going. I know. I'm sorry. I felt bad. This is one for you. DMX just got out of prison last Friday and subsequently had a meeting with his manager at an IHOP like a day or two later. Mm -hmm. He was so passionate about the restaurant and presumably pancakes that he went to the kitchen and started started cooking. And like people driving by saw him and thought that he was working at IHOP. If you look at the TMZ headline, it says DMX cooking chicken fajita omelets at IHOP, which is sort of misleading yeah. because he was recently released wait, from prison. Wait, 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 wait. TMZ with a sensational headline? I know. They're what? recently released from prison. He's very... Just Google DMX and you will... <laughs> and, and then click news. It's it, Things haven't broken great for him in the last like decade. And it, it's like, oh man, he's at IHOP. But then you realize he went there, had a meal... And he loved his meal, so he wanted to meet the people that prepared it. So this is a coming out of like love. Yeah. And then he got back there, and he's basically Dang hanging it. out with the chefs and just trying to like do some stuff. I really liked it. I do, too. Also, I like IHOP. Have you been to it recently? Kinda. When I was in college. Not really. I've been to IHOP recently. The no. like go-to bar had an IHOP down the street, so it was like a big part of college life. Mm. And then I recently went to one in like Santa Monica area, like late night, and it's just, it's just great. They have everything you could possibly want. And a late night venue. I have one thing for IHOP. Okay. If I want flavored syrup, I will request it from you. <laughs> I do not need your whole array of syrups taking up valuable real estate on my table. That's a I don't need point. banana syrup there. If I want banana syrup, I will say, may I please have some banana syrup? That's a great point. Um, I didn't know that DMX was in jail. Did you? <clears throat> I never say this lightly. It's... Uh, it's kind of like those dead or alive games. It's like, you know what I mean? And DMX, if you're like, jail or out of jail, I'd be like, ah, it's kind of like you never really know, you know? DMX was a big part of my formative music years. Yeah, he's a really good like, performer. 1999, 2000, that album, he was, that was huge, you know? He's a really good performer. Um, I would love it if like I was like just like at IHOP and like some rapper or performer was just like back Did there. Did you see him on stuff. Couples Therapy? No. Was that good? Who was, mm, who was good. he in a couple with? It was. It's just one of those things where it's just like, this is not making me feel good about watching this or his life, the trajectory of what's happening. That's true for like a lot of uh, like VH1 programming. Yes. That's for our other podcast, The Right Reasons. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. How many minutes are we at here? Eight minutes. They oh. used to give us little updates, but yeah. they forgot to this time. Okay. Moving on. This is like a kind of a political one. Prepare yourself for serious talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to switch speeds right here. Um, a riot erupted outside of a serial cafe in London last week. The place that is called Serial Killer Cafe. Really good name. I'm sorry. Oh uh, Yeah, I mean, it's a great name. It's just a great name. Serial, C-E-R-E-A-L, I don't think you even had to explain that. We're not... <laughs> It's and by the way, they serve 120 kind of cereals with 30 kinds of milk. Did you even know that 30 kinds of milk existed? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we could probably get to 10 pretty quickly. 10, but this is 30. That's three times. I okay. did not know that 30 kinds of milk existed. Anyway, it's 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 five dollars a bowl, which is a lot, and it's it's lo located in London's East End, which is a re uh, neighborhood undergoing rapid gentrification. Mm -hmm. So a group of anti-gentrification protesters surrounded the cafe with flaming torches and painted scum on the windows while the customers had to like retreat to the basement for shelter. And this is, this is um, 
part of, I think, a lar- larger problem in London. This isn't it's about not, cereal. It's not just about the <laughs> this cereal is not about cafe. cereal. They're not as offended by their name. But it's a really good one. Ugh, that cereal killer. I just love it. Um, and yeah, it sounds scary. And so it's a bigger problem in London. It's just sort of interesting. Like the cereal cafe became like the point of ire. But I totally get it. It is like kind of it, annoying. What it, it represents, yeah, like so much more. If if this was a like a regular like sort of like hey we have sandwiches and salads, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it would be that. It's because it's this this it's like, like sort so of like narrow. And it's gimmicky. like it's a, it's like for lack of a better term, it's like so hipster. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's so just like it lacks function it's precious yeah it's i don't know if that's the right word but sure (laughs) (laughs) you know um have you switching gears i mean let's not comment on gentrification here but have you ever been to you don't want to go deep on gentrification you may be offline maybe more than 15 minutes for that good point um have you ever been to a cereal cafe what I have. Of course. That's the only (laughs) someone who's been to a cereal cafe asked the question, have you ever been to a cereal cafe? I was just trying to include you in the conversation. No, you were trying to tell your experiences and just say that. It was called Seriality, also a really good name. (laughs) Another great name. It was in Evanston, again, part of my college experience. And, like, no one was ever there. So it closed very quickly. But it was, like, a great place to write a term paper because it was, like, quiet. (laughs) Have some cereal. Some snacks. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it there. They probably serve coffee. I remember, like, writing a paper about, like, William Fox in like a cereal cafe is like a great dissonance between the subject and the surroundings <laughs> okay. but it was like a really did you weave it into the into the, <laughs> the, the paper no only in this retelling of the story mm. which is a bad one but it was like i was really into it like i was like this is a great idea it is really geared well geared towards college students right now we're at a cereal cafe uh-huh. with every type of cereal just two percent milk and you have to pick a box of cereal to eat what do you go with can i give us a top three yes captain crunch solid cereal Frosted Flakes. Great. I mean, that's like a, that's like a, I think Frosted Flakes is probably the like Desert Island cereal. Like if you could only have one cereal for the rest of your life it's cereal. Really good. It's not that exciting when you have it by itself. It's not like a Fruity Pebbles where it's like a treat, but it's really good. I do like Fruity Pebbles. Oh, the third one's really hard. Some Contenders, Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops, Fruity Pebbles, and Lucky Charms. Five. And of those, I think I want to go with Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops are pretty good. What's it's, your, it's, what's your three? The thing is, is it's a difficult question to answer, and I specifically asked it as like right now mm-hmm. because there are various types of cereals. Like right now, I'm really hungry, right? Right. So I would have like sort of like a uh, like a honey bunches of oats because I want some like nourishment. Uh. However, had we eaten before the podcast, I would have gone like in a fruity pebbles direction because or a cookie crisp because I want like a dessert cereal. Right. Like, like, like it's not they're not apples to apples all different cereals. Right. Like there's some like vaguely healthy ones like ka- some of the kashis. Yeah. I love Cheerios. Like it's just a great simple. It's a snack. good. Ser- trust me, I've got a kid, man. Cheerios are part of my life. But like sometimes, like and, you know, like. Whatever, I can go for a long time on cereal, but go raisin, raisin bran is bad for you. Oh, yeah. Like, raisin bran has tons of sugar well, in it. The raisins it's, it's are like, coated in sugar. Exactly. But, like, I didn't realize if you look at the side of the box, you're like, you're like oh, raisin bran, this is like a good cereal. It's going to fill my tummy with deliciousness. It does that, but it also fills your tummy with tons of processed sugars. <laughs> That's true. Fact. That, that it does. Um, all cereal is actually like, really not that good for you. I mean, it's just like. Ooh, one quick cereal question. Fun. What? This is this is probably the best thought I've ever had in a food news podcast. Okay. Is, I'm very proud of this question. They should probably we should probably open this up as a restaurant. What uh, cereal soaked milk would you want? Ooh, 
You know what I mean? Like, what Ew. if we just opened up a bar that was like, would you like cinnamon toast crunch milk or like cocoa pebbles milk? Or do you want like a frosted flakes milk? Because all of those are very unique and delicious. This just leaves this me. This is a billion dollar idea right here. This just leaves me to ask, how do we get to the point where like Cheerios morphed into cinnamon toast crunch? Like, how do we get from like vaguely healthy and good to kids, good for kids, to straight up sugar in a bowl with milk? Sugar with a hint of cinnamon. Sugar with a Because I, mean, I, my favorite posts cereal drinking from the bowl experience is cinnamon toast crunch i feel like the cinnamon toast crunch it's milk really good. is really really good there's also like i feel like I've, a lot of these cereals have come back into my world as froyo toppings at our favorite place froyo life mm. like fruity pebbles on top of a, a froyo is just great i don't know it's just, are you serious yeah you go fruity pebbles on top of that sometimes on vanilla ice cream or the original yeah it's really See, good that's too much of a clash of flavors i refuse to take a base like a vanilla or a chocolate and then say you know what i'm gonna add to this cherry lemon lime grape what do you put on other stuff i go with um usually chocolate chips and coconut i don't like coconut i know it's weird let's move on this is a quick one then we have a taste test okay. um scientists at uc riverside have invented a battery partially made of portobello mushrooms the researchers were looking for a porous material to replace graphite that is found in most batteries and portobello's for the bill these batteries are, will actually last longer the more you use them so that's like amazing it's the opposite of a cell phone battery gets I, worse. i just i refuse to even acknowledge this as something that people should be spending their time on won't the food won't it like go bad at some point? Like, like it's just and also like an, it's just like the idea that in semi intelligent human beings are spending time like they have like real meetings like they have like Outlook invites to be like okay guys let's talk about these portobello batteries like where are we gonna get these portobellos like it's like guys spend your time doing literally anything else in the world. I don't agree with you on that because I feel like this is good for the environment like using natural resources to like power. It doesn't our pass the gut test like hey like let's capture here's what I always want can't we just capture the power of waves. Carlos in the control room knows this. They're like waves never end. They're they're powered by like yeah, the gravity wind. of the moon. Like let's just like let's work on that instead of stupid mushrooms. Also, I don't like portobellos, man. I think that's don't where you're you ever from here. ever ever offer me a portobello burger. Don't even use disrespect the word burger. Let's go to our taste test. Okay, we got some really good stuff. Where is it? Um. Oh, I got it. Phew. All right. Phew. This is. We only have a minute left. This is sent to us. By the homie Anthony Bauer, I want to call Ooh. him. And he sent us the greatest thing we've ever got. They are called wrap snacks. They are not what you think they are. They are potato chips with a wrapper on the front of them. One we have is Honeydew from Young Jock. They're cheese curls. The other and one it also have... says on it, reading is fundamental. Yes. FYI. Yes. This one is brought to you by Romeo, a.k.a. Masterpiece Kid. And it's called Barbecuing With My Honey. And it's, it's message is... Stay in school. I like it. So it has a message as well as being tasty, hopefully. Let's we'll be starting with Take Romeo that. snacks. All right, Romeo's, what's it? Hanging with my honey. Barbecuing with my honey. Oh, yum. I'm so happy Anthony sent these to us. That's good. Tastes like a good honey barbecue snack. Oh, my God. Young Jock. This is Honeydew Cheese Curl. Young Jock makes some really good performances like on Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. Here. He does? Yeah, he does. These cheese curls, let, let me try. Ten. Not as good as Cheetos. Eight. Seven, Pretty good, no. Six, you can't go wrong with a cheese five, snack. Four, you also can't go wrong three, by subscribing to the two, Food News Podcast. One. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on Podcasts.